Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It has been 50 years, Royal Pizza celebrating it here in Edmonton and still making it great. On through October, Royal Pizza offering the combo special, your choice of Greek or Caesar salad with garlic toast, two medium gourmet pizzas, and four anniversary cookies, all for 50 bucks. Pick that up at any of their 14 Edmonton and surrounding locations. Staff recommendation, Mediterranean chicken. All right, you can text us at 630-630. I'll get to some more Heartland Ford text momentarily. But to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, pleased to be joined on the line by former Edmonton Oilers player, Edmonton Oilers coach, and back for his second stint at the University of Alberta, Ian Herbers. Hi, Ian. How are you doing? Good, Bob. Thank you. Good, good. You're uh, about, what, a uh, week and a half now in a training camp? How's it going? Uh, good, good. The the guys have come in shape for the most part. Uh, the tempo's been very high, very quick pace. The competitiveness has been very good. Uh, first week was our last week, the 26th. We went in two groups, uh, smaller groups, three three lines in each group, and four or five defensemen and two goalies. So able to do a lot of teaching at high pace. Uh, this week we've combined the group, uh, and I've liked the way our guys have executed and skated. You brought in 14 players. Now, not all those guys can play right away. You got, uh, I know Matt Fontaine was listed, uh, former captain in Everett. Uh, he was listed as a uh, as the recruiting class, but he has to redshirt for the season. Chad Butcher was very good at Oilers rookie camp two years in a row, 100-point player out of the Medicine Hat Tigers. He's not eligible till late October. Uh, but when you bring in that many new players uh, on a team that, you know, was... Uh, bounce away from winning the University Cup last year. What sort of challenges does that put from a coaching perspective when you got all this young blood in, when you have some returning players? And uh, and the other thing is, these are your guys, whereas, you you know, you'd been gone for, for three years, and Stan Marple and Serge Lejoie, you know, Stan GM the team and Serge coached the team. So does, does this year's camp maybe have a little bit different feel, given the amount of new players that are there, maybe than last year's camp did? Uh, it does, but we lost a lot of players, as we've talked about in the past. 
Um, but it is a different feel even than for my first three years because when I came in my first year back with the program, uh, Stan has brought that group in the year before and worked with them all that year. So this year is a little different, and I think that was one of the reasons why I went with the two smaller groups to start last week, uh, get me to know the players better, get them to understand me better, uh, get a little smaller atmosphere, a little better group, a little better teaching, uh, and get everybody involved. Right now our lines and our D combinations are all mixed up. Everybody's spread with each other. There isn't certain guys with certain guys, young guys with young guys, and then old lines or whatever, however you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, we also brought in a lot of team building activities we did last week as well. We had the Edmonton Police Canine Department in with us, uh, did some fantastic things with them. Uh, and we've got things going on this week as well to just make sure we're getting everybody together and it isn't the new players and the old players. It's the Golden Bears hockey team, and that's it. Ian Herbers, uh, who uh, came out of the U of A program, won a national title in 1992. The next year, won a Calder Cup with the Oilers Farm Team in 92-93 with Cape Breton. And, and then uh, worked his way up to the National Hockey League with Edmonton, uh, played several years with the Detroit Vipers, and uh, then ended up in Tampa Bay and the New York Islanders as well with NHL stints. Uh, Ian Herbert's joining us here in Oilers now. You guys got a couple games. You got exhibition games this weekend against UBC, do you not? Correct. Friday at Claire Drake, and then Saturday we're out in St. Albert. There's some construction in front of Claire Drake, so they asked us to move one of our games. <laughs> Isn't there been construction in front of Claire Drake for like the last <laughs> 30 years? I don't know. It, it seems... Uh, every, it's not a new building, but it's, uh, I think, some power source or something uh, up front. Okay. Uh, by the way, are, any knowledge as to whether or not there's going to be a new building at some stage yet? Work. Uh, they've been talking about it since I played in the 80s, Bob, so I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm no kidding. Uh, now, UBC's already played two games. They played Wisconsin. So Wisconsin brought up, you know, Cole. It's, first of all, it's rare when NCAA teams come to uh, Canada, but Wisconsin was up early. Uh, there's the obvious Granado family connection, uh, Ray Ferraro, uh, married to Cammy and Tony Coach in Wisconsin's program, and uh, Alex Turcott's with Wisconsin, Cole Coffee with Wisconsin. Those are, you know, two of the top uh, 15 players selected in the NHL entry draft. Um, have you been able to ever... Uh, has Stan reached out? I know you guys got an NCAA trip coming up at, against... Uh, where are you guys going in October? Uh, Minnesota, Duluth, and St. Cloud. So they're back-to-back national titles. And St. Cloud was supposed to win it last year, so it'll be two very good games for us. Yeah, I, I, has you guys ever gotten any traction bringing a couple, you know, like, I don't know, a Penn State up, maybe reach out to Guy Godelski who played in Edmonton, or, uh, you know, who's coaching in Nebraska Omaha right now? Claire Drake's son-in-law. Uh, Oh man, uh, Mike Gabinet. Yeah, Mike Gabinet. Right, like get one, yeah. of, get one of those guys. I know there's some restrictions with North American travel or whatever for these NCAA teams, but is that something that would interest you guys? Yes, we have reached out in, in the past when I was here before. Stan and I've talked to a number of teams um, about coming here, and just with as you said, the restrictions and scheduling and everything else. Um, the one time North Dakota was looking at coming to us, but they went to that UBC game as well. I guess they figure Vancouver's a little nicer than Edmonton. Yeah. Um, so we have not quite as good a team. Some... Not quite as good a team for them to play either, right? No, no. So it's we've talked to teams. Maybe it's somewhere we bring like a Calgary or another team in here and get a little tournament. So we are trying to explore different things. 
give people a chance to see a couple NCAA games or see an NCAA team or two up here playing as well. We're joined by uh, Ian Herbers. Ian, I'm looking forward. Uh, I know we're going to have Brad Pascal on from the Flames on Friday. Uh, Luke Phelps going to play in the rookie games uh, coming up uh, Saturday in Red Deer. Uh, and then Tuesday back in Calgary between the Oilers and the Flames rookies. Uh, you see lots of Luke Phelps. He's signed with Calgary. Uh, Jason Fram over to the KHL. Brandon McGee to the KHL. Uh, Zach Sachenko, your number one goalie, uh, signing the San Jose Sharks organization, uh, albeit on an AHL deal. Uh, so you've lost you've you've lost some uh, guys here. Of the players that you brought in, are you going to be losing anybody to NHL camps coming up here in the next week and a half, two weeks? Uh, we had two players leave today. Uh, Griffin Outhouse went to Winnipeg's rookie camp, and Dawson Davidson went to Anaheim. All right. So, uh, so both players departed today. They had very good weeks with us. They're enrolled in class. Uh, if things don't work out for them professionally, they'll come back and try and slide right into classes and into our program. Uh, if not, there's the possibility of those two signing. Yeah, so Griffin Outhouse, for the listeners that don't know, uh, worked with uh, Dwayne Rolson last year with the Victoria Royals. He was a number one goaltender, and I, I safe to say he was a top three goaltender recruit out of Major Junior this past year. Ian, is that fair? Yeah, yeah, I agree with you there. And Dawson Davidson, did he lead? Defensemen in scoring, uh, for sure. Overage defensemen in scoring. Yeah, he definitely led the. I think he had seventy. Well, he led the Saskatoon Blades in scoring, so that tells you something yeah. right there. All right, so uh, you're at it this weekend, uh, Friday night at Claire Drake again, Saturday out in St. Albert. Correct. All right, seven both games, seven p.m. All right, Ian, we'll see you Friday night. Great, thanks, Bob. You bet. That's Ian Herbers, head coach of the Alberta Golden Bears who went like 24-2-1 in their final 27 games last year. Once they got healthy, he's got a way deeper team this year. Um, they're going to be good. He did, they had some injuries at the start of last year. They'll put it this way. They lost off the top. I think they were 4-3-1 in their first eight regular season games, and I think they lost one or two of their final 20. So they're going to be a pretty good team. Like, they'll be, and they went into Nationals ranked number one, and Luke Phelps got an ankle injury, and they lost. 4-2 to UNB, who are good every year, just like Alberta. Those two programs are sort of on another level. Uh, and I'm going to be very intrigued to see Albert, how the Bears do against Minnesota Duluth and St. Cloud. I know they beat um, they beat UMD a couple years ago, the year. So Alberta won the national championship in 2017-18. UMD won the NCAA championship in 2017-18. And uh, the Bears beat UMD in the, uh, in the preseason that year in Minnesota Duluth. And yes, home ice does matter at that level. Again, you can uh, text us at six thirty, six thirty. Tweet us at Oilers now. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's do this. Uh, hey, Bob. Well, actually, out of Bonneville. Remember when Yale came back on our Heartland Ford text line and played the Golden Bears after the Christmas break in 1999? Yes, but Yale in Alberta uh, both went to UBC for a tournament right after Christmas, and then it was like December 30th, and the Bears played Yale at uh, Claire Drake Arena. Rob Dom was coaching the team, and I broadcast that game, and the Bears won 3-2. It is uh, 144 at Edmonton. We'll get- this episode is supported by FX's Clipped. The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. 
Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. To this day in Oilers history, as well as uh, some text, tweets, and emails. This is Oilers Now. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. It's 146 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Let's go to this day in Oilers history for our friends in New West. Travel, ask about their Oilers Now hockey road trips to New York City and Chicago. Call New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. And we have a trip. These are the trip in New York's right at the start of the year. Chicago's midway through the year. We have another trip coming, too, that we've never done before. And it's uh, it could be a couple's trip. That's all I'm going to say. We'll leave it at that. Um... And it involves a state that's part of a very famous line from the movie Slapshot. To this day in Oilers history, what do you got? I got an interesting one today. Back in 2009, Bob, the Oilers, Inc., then restricted free agent forward Rob Schremp to a one-year contract extension. He had just posted a seven-goal, 35-assist season down in Springfield with the Falcons, but... Never really translated to the NHL. The 25th overall pick in 2004 was claimed on waivers just three weeks later by the Islanders. Uh, You know what? Lots of talk about Rob Shrimp over the years. Um, Oh, what an interesting guy. And, you know, I'd say it's it's different than Yakupov and different than Pugliarvi. Okay, with shrimp. I like you look at Pulleyarvi, bigger, probably more physical tools, uh, not as gifted of a puck handler as shrimp. Shrimp could do some unique things. Um, Rob had a bite to his personality, but also had some physical limitations as a player. He was not an explosive skater. Okay, Yakupov could shoot it. And worked on what he liked to work on. And is going to be able to play in the KHL because the KHL isn't as good as the NHL. Could Yakupov return in the NHL? I'll never say never. Paul Yarby, I still think there's something there. Though I had some texter tell me that I didn't know anything about hockey. Uh, for but where, where, where did that text go? Um, I want to uh, have some fun with that. Bob, you're off the map with Yak and Clefbaum and Everly. Really? Okay. You can text us uh, at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers now. Um, where was there was uh, Bob was the same guy. Oh, there the, the texter. Is it Frank that texted us? Where was it? Because it's going to enable us to have a little bit of fun here. Oh, but, but, but where did it go? I hate when that happens. There's nothing on live radio that sounds worse than looking for texts when there's 50 of them on the scroll. But again, you can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers now. Email us. Oilers. Do we do email anymore? We don't do email anymore. Do we? 
I've been here 51 weeks in one day, and I have not checked our email one time. Is that how bad this has been for you? You've counted the actual uh, weeks and days? or <laughs> And uh, three quarters of a show, too. Yeah, okay. Well, there you go. I, I, I was hoping you would have been uh, a little bit more excited about that, Brendan. What are you telling me here? Well, do you have anything planned for my one-year anniversary? <laughs> oh, I do for you and your girlfriend. No. I have something for you. Right here, courtesy of Don and the folks at Japanese well, Village. wonderful. There you go. Does that make you feel better about things? I feel valued now. It Thank took, you. It took uh, the other Brendan three years to get one of those. No, just just kidding. That's because he kept on switching girlfriends, I think. I'm just kidding, Ulrich, if you're listening right now. Again, you can text us at 630-630. Uh, Bob. With Toronto's financial uh, stress, uh, do you think the uh, Leafs would trade right-winger Kapanen for a less expensive right-winger by the name of Pogliarvi? I don't know. I don't know on that. Text out of Grand Prairie comes in. Bob, I'm a bigger fan of Ethan Bear than Caleb Jones. I still think Jones is an excellent player, but I see Bear as having more offensive upside and still solid defensively. I also like Persson and Lagason, although my bet is Persson has more. This leaves the question of Benning. I like him, but as a 6'7 D-man, is he worth $1.9 million? Uh, I could see something in the works. If the Leafs have an injury, Benning might be worth more than we thought. Uh, pretty solid numbers on Benning. Well, that's that's one of the things is Matt Benning has been a plus player every season uh, here. Just keep that in mind. All three years, he has been a plus player as a Edmonton Oiler. Uh, this text comes in, Elliot Friedman, and I'm going to have a conversation with Elliot. And yes, he will be back on Oilers now. Uh, on Fridays. Sneaking suspicion checked in today with uh, Pat Brisson, who represents Pat Marlowe. Brisson said that there's, uh, this is an Elliot Friedman tweet, uh, that there is uh, at this time not a fit between Marlowe and the Sharks. The winger very much, Patrick Marlowe, uh, wants to play and will pursue other NHL opportunities. Again, my point is on a PTO, who would you say no to on anybody? Again, you can text us at 630 Got some interesting concepts out there. Bob, Milan Lucic at a Flames golf tournament with another reference to Calgary having a captain in his 30s and how he likes that more. The... Where did it go? I lost the rest of... Is this somehow a shot at Connor McDavid? No. No, it's not a shot at Connor McDavid. He's... Look, he's... Well, what are you going to argue about having a captain like Mark Giordano? He's a reigning Norris Trophy winner. He's a good player. Absolutely a good player. Again, you can text us at 630-630. Andy says, Bob, whatever happened uh, to the little dynamo named uh, Vladimir Kachev that was so impressive? I actually talked about him the other day with somebody. He's, He's had a good preseason, I think. Good start to the year in the KHL. Hey, Bob, just a side note. You mentioned Matt Fontaine, who's redshirting at the U of A. He's Val Fontaine's grandson from Dean in Wetaskiwin. Yes, uh, he is Val Fontaine's grandson. We may have mentioned that a couple of weeks ago here on the show. Val Fontaine had a pro career. Bob, do you think Calgary gave up too soon on James Neal from Brian? No, I don't. I think it wasn't going to work with James. Put it this way. 
You know who was going to work for in Calgary with who they brought in last year? It was going to work for Noah Hannafin, Elias Lin, uh, Lindholm. Is he an Elias or Elias? I, I, whatever, Elias Lindholm in Calgary. Um, uh, Noah Hannafin and Derek Ryan. Those three guys were brought in with Bill Peters. Bill Peters knew those guys from Carolina. They were positioned to succeed from the get-go with Bill Peters in Calgary. Peters knew what he was getting. Uh, Ryan took some time to adjust, had a tremendous second half, was really good for the Calgary Flames. Down the street. He had a 38-point uh, season, and what was he, plus? forget how high his plus-minus was, but he and he was up around 50. I, I know some of you don't like plus-minus stats, but for some reason I thought Ryan was like plus 13, plus 14 last year. He might have been higher than that. He was also 58% in the face-off circle, which when you're a right shot, that's an important number. Um and then the other two guys had career years, right? Hannafin had a very good offensive season and is certainly an exciting player. Like, it's my belief, just so our listeners in Calgary, and I know we have some on the show here, um, and in central Alberta as well, just regarding Noah Hannafin, if Edmonton had ended up getting the third overall pick, if they had stayed where they were slotted to be in the 2015 draft, you know, because, of course, McDavid was going one and Eichel was going two. Had Edmonton stayed at three, I believe the Oilers would have taken Noah Hannafin over Dylan Strome and Mitch Marner. Personally, I'm going to tell you right now, I would have been pitch, uh, pitching hard for Dylan Strome. I always like taking offensive guys in those slots. The year before, back in 2014, you know, we pitched pretty hard you know, on the show as well for Leon Dreisaitl. Dreisaitl was our guy. I just never thought he'd be a 50-goal scorer. I mean, come on, realistically, how could you possibly think he was going to be a 50-goal scorer? We have a jam-packed edition tomorrow of uh, Oilers Now. Coming up on the show, the director of player personnel for the Amazon Oilers Hockey Club, uh, is that the, we got to get that straight? Or player development? He's player development. Now. I think they restructured the titles or whatever it's out on the web. Anyway, Scott Housen will join us. He's the guy that basically oversees um, the Oilers uh, lineup for the rookie camp from the Edmonton Journal to talk a bit about and post media. I guess we have to use the term post media and the cult of hockey blog to talk about about the changing tide involving fan perspective on Yessa Poliarvi. David Staples will have him on the show tomorrow as well. And we've got an event involving Ken Holland in Red Deer as well as a rookie game in uh, Red Deer coming up Saturday and we're going to hook up with our friend from Red Deer because he he's the mover and shaker in that community. Uh, former Western Hockey League player Terry Lowen. He's a big man. Big personality. and Understated on the air, but he'll join us as well on uh, the Thursday edition of Oilers. Now, what's Reed Wilkins got coming up tonight? Fluid show or what's he got shaking? No, he's got plenty. Uh, Rob Brown, the Oilers in-game analyst, will come on. Uh, former U of A Golden Bear and WHL player Travis Toomey, who is becoming an NHL slash AHL official. Uh, U of A Golden Bears quarterback Brad uh, Lonhart and local light heavyweight boxer Ryan Ford. So plenty coming up. Uh, not to date myself, but I broadcast Travis's father, Jim Toomey's football games for uh, with the Golden Bears in the late 1980s as well. John Sexsmith and myself used to call those games back in the day. That's when they had a guy named Mark Singer. He was a pretty good player. All right. Uh, up next, the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 630 Chad News with Jayla and I. So long, everybody, from Oilers now on 630 Chad. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.